buckle your seatbelt and hold on, where Nashville music scene comes alive, right where you are. You're listening to Notable Nashville Podcast with your host, Groove Dr. J. Don't miss a beat. Well, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is John Condit. I'm a local artist here in Nashville, and this is a new song called Chase the Sun. everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Notable Nashville Podcast. Today's guest is the very talented John Condit, pioneer of Nashville Psych Alliance, formerly the Inscape. So thanks for joining me, man. 
Thank you so much. Happy yeah. to be here. And also, we're, we're college buddies. We, we both went to Belmont. Yeah, Bruins. So, <laughs> did, you, <laughs> did, <laughs> did you start in 2008 the same as me? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Uh-huh. I don't remember how I met you, maybe through Zach Robinson, um, but... I, I don't know. I remember running in uh, kind of inner inner circles with uh, different people, but um, I was never like one of your close, close friends. I don't think, I don't know if you consider me like a really close friend, but you know, we've, you know, I, things about that. I always think of like, there's a, there's a drive by truckers lyric uh, where Patterson is like, we were floating in big circles that I sought out to combine. And you know, yeah, we've, we've always floated within the same peripherals, yeah, and, you know, and then for sure. our worlds have combined a few times. And, and I always see you out at shows. I feel like you're like a big show guy. You're always out RIP cannery ballroom. Cause I remember running to you at oh, like yeah. the, the, the porch at, uh, Mercy Lounge uh, quite, yeah. a, quite a bit. Oh, absolutely. Um, so I have my, my personal statement of, of go to the effing show. Yeah. You know, Hey, you can, you can cuss on this podcast. Go to the fucking show. Yeah, go to the fucking show. <laughs> if you've seen the sticker around, that was that's me. <laughs> yeah. So did did you like are you going to kind of coin that phrase or are you going to copyright it? I I thought about it. Um mostly because um there are some other people in town that have a similar phrase. And I considered it, but I don't. I don't need to be the creepy old man <laughs> and do that. Uh, but I, I was trying to make go to the fucking show, like a, and I'd still like to do it, uh, where it's like fantasy football for music nerds. Uh-huh. So I have a a Google Doc where you can track your show going throughout the quote unquote season, and I actually have a trophy. And I, I did get some prizes lined up, but I didn't get enough people signed up to win the prizes. So, so who, who was who was winning? You were? Um, the winner's actually the drummer in my band, Logan. Oh, okay. He's he's really killed it. But it's fun to just see a a you know a document yeah. of all the shows you've gone to throughout I, the summer. Too. I, w- I wanna I wanna do that. Like if you ever like start it up for real, let me know. Yeah, hope next year, hopefully. I'd like okay. to actually like you know, put some money in the pot, make this yeah, thing real. For It'd be sure. really fun. <laughs> but honestly, it's funny you say that because sometimes I am thinking to myself, like, ah, I'm really tired, but I really want to see this band. And I and I think, you know, you're always posting going to the fucking show. And I was like, I've got to go to this show. I have got to I've got to get up. They're, you know, they're they're only here once once a year. It lives on the back of my phone. <laughs> there you go. Um and it, it's funny because you know, you put your phone face down and it sits there and you're like, I don't know if I want to like, go. I was like, okay, I'll go. You know, the now it's funny though, like, you know, we're we're older, we're not in our twenties anymore. Right. It's harder to go to a weekday show. Yeah, and, it is. You know, but I I still go quite a bit. I still you? go quite a bit. Yeah. I, I I mean I wake up at like six most mornings. So like, Oh no, I don't wake up that early. You know, so it's like even last night a friend's like, We're I'm playing at nine forty five. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna be in bed, man. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> But I kind of want to talk about, well, you just played that new tune that's going to be uh, out soon, uh-huh. maybe. Chase the Sun. Uh, Chase the Sun. But you you were in a band called The Inscape for a long time, yeah. and um, I think you put out like a full length in 2017, if I'm not mistaken. But Technically three full lengths. Three full lengths. Yeah, 2017 being the last one. The last one, okay. Mm-hmm. And so what made you kind of want to do your solo thing, like just, just yourself? I think after... Well, I I did the InScape for like a solid 10 years. And 
you know, I, I think as just being younger too, I always had this thing, you know, it's hard to, I don't know. It's hard to come out sometimes as like a solo artist. Mm-hmm. So you want to have a moniker or you want to be mysterious or right. have some coolness in that way. And, but I, I really had such a challenge all the time of trying to put an image to the inscape because, you know, lineups change so often and, and it, I was like, oh, it's a cool band name, but I just don't know what, what the image is for it. And eventually over time, it just slowly evolved more to like, well, it's me. And then now being in my thirties, I'm like, well, it's easier just to be me. Right. You know, so it, and the songs that these new songs that I have, you know, are very, they're a lot more personal and they're, they're very me in a way where it's, it's not a band. Yeah. So even when you were with the Enscape, you mainly did all of the writing and all. It was the, always me. It was yeah. always you. It was always me, and then and Robert Hudson, the bass player, and, uh-huh. and Robert and I still play music together to this day. And you know, he never has any issue of what we call it. You know, just as long as we get to play, just make music is great. Yeah. So, uh, and it it takes a little pressure off of everything. I think when it's easier of just like, oh well, my name's John Condit. I'm a songwriter, and, right? And here's my thing. Well, I I think it's so cool. The music that you do, because I don't think there's a lot of like psychedelic rock that is out there at least. Well, I haven't tapped into it. There's probably, there probably is, but um, you kind of introduced me to the whole genre of like the psychedelic rock and uh, like the black angels. I went and saw, which was really cool. They're playing on Saturday. Oh, are they really here? Brooklyn bowl. Oh, no way. Mm -hmm. I gotta, I gotta get a ticket to that. Get a ticket. Um, but yeah, so like where, where did your influence of this kind of genre of music come from? Um, well, I grew up in the San Francisco Bay area and San Francisco being, you know, such a hub for, you know, the, the psychedelic sixties and the summer of love and, uh-huh. and growing up an hour away from that, I eventually just started learning of like, oh wow, all these bands came out of that area, you know, from, um, Jefferson Airplane and the Grateful Dead and Santana and, you know, just all the great bands of the Fillmore days. And, uh-huh. and as a teenager, I, you know, I started to get into record collecting and, and it just kind of snowballed into like, well, wow, all this great music came out of this hub that's an hour and a half away from Where me. Yeah. And, you know, and then I freaked my parents out by reading like Tom Wolfe's electric Kool-Aid acid test and, <laughs> and, you know, really trying to learn the history of it. Uh-huh. And cause it, cause it is interesting and, yeah. and it's so, and it's such a prolific time musically and artistically for so many people. And, uh-huh. you know, it, I think it's hard not to look at a film or poster and go, wow, you know, look at, look at that art and, and just kind of be sucked into it. And, yeah, you know, how could you not want to learn more? So I, I've only done marijuana, but tell me about like your, your best trip that you've been on. Oh like, Lord. Uh, they, they, you, they, Sorry, mom. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't do that. I don't do that a ton. Honestly, these days I definitely did in my twenties in, in college days. And you know, I'll, I, I will, I'll imbibe every now and then uh-huh. nothing crazy. Uh, I think if, if I had to put like a top, trippy psychedelic drug induced experience on one of them was probably when we were like freshmen at Belmont uh-huh. um, or 
I don't even know. I mean, there's been there's always been some fun, funny times, or there's little there's little tidbits. Well, here I'm, hear, I'm hearing so much about like microdosing, like people just you know doing a little bit of mushrooms or something. Sure. That that kind of scares me. I don't know. I that's not my thing. What scares you? The fact that everyone's walking around well, high, a little bit high. Or- <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it just scares me that I am gonna lose control of like my mind because. You know, I have a history of like mental, like I I got diagnosed with bipolar, so I don't know what that's kind of kind of do with my with my mental. You know, a lot of people are scared about that. And I've been learning about it more myself, just like the new this new world of psychedelic therapy Uh and helping people with things all the way from addictions to PTSD to um, and there there is research that backs it up. And it that's everyone's nervousness because you know, it's the unknown. The unknown is always scary. Right. But uh, there's only one way and that's through. And so, you know, if, if you're curious, go ahead and try it, you know, and, but if, if you know that that's maybe something you don't want to open up, then that's totally fine. It's not, you know, it's not anything that needs to be forced upon anyone, but I, you know, I just watched, um, What's that Netflix show, How to Change Your Mind? Oh, I haven't heard of that. Um, it's really interesting. And I think the takeaway from that is that is that having a psychedelic experience personally is actually a really important thing, whether you experience it from a, a medical professional or, you know, maybe you're a teenager and, you know, you do it the, the black market way. Mm-hmm. But I, the, there's some kind of common thread, I think, where a lot of people have, I mean, you know, Steve Jobs came up with Apple essentially f- through an acid trip. I just recently heard that, yeah. You know, where a lot of, some of the greatest minds had something click in the, uh-huh. in that psychedelic experience. So, so and, when when you created this, or you're, you're like the head of this Nashville Psych Alliance, right? You created that? I, I did create it. You know, we had our heyday and... 2016 because i remember speaking of uh mercy lounge i remember you doing the the projections on i think it was a soul cat show uh, uh well that was trent houghton and anna oh houghton, okay his wife gotcha yeah yeah yeah. they uh, do projections occasionally under the moniker silver cord cinema uh-huh. and the three of us the cycle lines being my idea and then trent and anna were kind of my my team with it and um, and we had a great couple of years. It got really busy. It took off. Um, I started touring really heavily simultaneously with Lily Hyatt. And so it, it was a little tough on me just because I wanted to be more present with uh-huh. these things. And, and, you know, Trent was hitting the ground running, booking a lot of shows. Um, originally, it, it wasn't a production company or anything. It was originally it was a blog. And the psych alliance that I built was, is actually a website and a blog where um, it's, it's so tough for touring bands because, you know, when you're a touring band and, you, you know, say you're a touring band in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and you want to play a show in Nashville, you know, so you're going to, you got to do all your due diligence and homework and you got to go through band camp and you got to find similar bands and you got to, hit them up and then they probably don't respond. And, mm-hmm. and so the cycle Alliance was really a way of like, here's a website of all these bands. 
here's a way to listen to them. Here's a way to email them, connect with them. If you want projections, photographers, whatever at your show, here's a one-stop hub. And they could just book it right there? No, where you could connect the dots. Ah, uh, okay. So so I took care of the the weeding. Gotcha. You know, where you don't have to go, well, oh, this artist hasn't released something since 2008. Uh-huh. I don't know. You know, everyone was current. It was up to date. Um, and then I did fun blog posts about it too, where I do interviews and, you know, we used to do a weekend rundown called the $10 trip. So, I mean, back then, you know, shows were still $5. Right. <laughs> so for 10 bucks, you could have a good weekend. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of evolved more where bands found out about us and were hitting us up and saying, Hey, can you make the show happen? And, and, and that was really Trent's side where he was running with it. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it, it was a hard. It was a little hard on me just because I I wanted to be there so much and I couldn't. Yeah. Um, well, you well you mentioned Lily Hyatt. I forgot that you uh, pretty much toured with her for a long time. Yeah. Um, and I still do. I think I saw you at the Pilgrimage Fest one year. Like, or were uh, you were you playing no, that show? That, that year, Pilgrimage got rained out. You're and right. We played at Kimbrough. I had a ticket to that um, to that festival that it was year. a really sweaty show i remember yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i was because i remember texting you i was like hey i'm gonna see you but i forgot it got rained out uh-huh. i wanted to see jack white too didn't see him oh, yeah, yeah 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 i still had never been to pilgrimage you've never been no that was that was oh, my wow. time i guess yeah I, i've been <laughs> a few years it's it's a fun time but i think that i don't know you're at the mercy of of mother nature obviously but sure yeah um, so what do you, what do you like? Do you like the experience of touring with a, uh, established artists or do you like doing your own thing or, or what do you like more? Uh, I like it both. I'd love to do now that I, I have this new batch of songs and this, this new record I'm working on, I'd love to tour more. It's, yeah, it's, it's really been an interesting time. Cause I mean, I'm sure you've seen it as well as we're seeing more posts where artists are canceling tours. Oh yeah. Because anything from travel expenses to gas to inflation to it's just even breaking even with a tour is so difficult. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's, it's really a big judgment call and, but it's also your livelihood and you know, but that being said, there's, there's artists out there that are just pounding the pavement and doing it and making it happen. Uh, Nikki Barber being probably one of the first ones that comes to my mind is, what she's done with the mix is incredible this year. She's just hit the ground running where I think a lot of other artists have been a little more trepidatious of, you know, finding the opportunities where it makes sense for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be going to Florida with Lily in a couple weeks. And so, you know, that's exciting. And I'm sure that, you know, it, the offers are good enough to make it worthwhile for yeah. her. Um, but, you know, I, but I, I am, I yeah. am seeing a lot of, a lot of, uh, tickets that I've had have just been canceled tours and oh, I'm yeah. just like, Oh, okay. But well. anyway, I, I love, I love being a side guy. It's, it's so fun to just play guitar or, or mm-hmm. just be there, Yeah, you know? And you know, when you're, when you're on the, on the microphone and you have to be the front person, there's so much more that goes into it because yeah. you're thinking about everyone else uh-huh. and how you're presenting and what you have to might say or you know and instead you can just play yeah um you know either way it's it's 
nowadays I'm just always grateful to do anything. You know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> just grateful to be here. <laughs> Seriously. Like, absolutely. That, you know? Yeah, that's amazing. It's it's tough out there. Well, I kind of wanted to hear more about this new new music that's coming out. Do you have any set days of when you're going to release any singles or it's just kind of up in the air? I have the date November 11th in my head. I might throw something out. Uh-huh. Um, if I don't make it by then, I might put a couple songs out on my birthday in December. Okay. Just for fun. What, what, what day is your birthday? Uh, December 10th. Nice. Um, mostly just because I'm, I'm anxious. <laughs> I would like to put something <laughs> just out. Put it out there. Um, I don't know. I, I don't have any label backing or anything. And so at this point I'm just kind of like, well, let's just put it out and yeah. just go for it. You know, oh, I, I do have to bring up because, you know, Gary Brannigan, I started the podcast back in 2015 with yeah. him and you were with cold lunch records, his, you know, label uh-huh. for a while. Rest in peace, um, cold lunch. rest in peace. But, um, how did you, how did you like working with Gary? Oh, like Gary's great. Yeah. He's awesome. You know, Gary and Caroline are such sweethearts and such staples in Nashville. Yeah. And, you know, granted, cold lunch is no longer. Uh, I know the great things will still keep happening from either of them. And, Absolutely. Um, you know, a lot of life has happened in between then, and but I, you know, the, all the early cold lunch parties and everything ha- definitely have a soft spot in my heart. And the record store days. You I know, loved. back in the days of gin margaritas at the five spot, <laughs> and and when they, you know, had all the crazy buttons on the merch table. Yes, I love that. And. Uh, and you know who could forget Spewfest? I never, I never attended, but oh, Spewfest is beautiful. Beautiful idea as well. You know, and I still wear my Spewfest shirts often, and I'll never forget. Actually, um, I played a festival with Lily in South Carolina. It was Shovels and Ropes Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, what do they call it? High Water Fest. Oh yeah, yeah. Down in Charleston. And so we're backstage, we'd played, and I I always bring a change of shirt after the show, and the shirt I'd brought to change into was my first Spewfest shirt, which is like, it's like a, it's like two stick figures drinking beer, and one's puking, <laughs> and and then it has this blurb that says, we're having a really good time. I think I've seen that. And so we're hanging out backstage, and we're in Charleston, and Sure enough, who shows up backstage but Bill Murray? Oh, really? Because he lives in Charleston. And so I'm like, oh, man, I got to go say hey, hey to Bill somehow. And so I, I walk up to Bill and I say hi. And, and he immediately asked me about my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, oh, it's this festival in Nashville. It's called Spewfest. And he goes, he goes, Spewfest, what the hell is that? That sounds fun. <laughs> and... <laughs> So I'm like, yeah, so, you know, it's like 30 bands in one day, two stages. It's like, you know, so I was just telling him about Spewfest. And did, did he like the idea of it? He loved it. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's not a Spewfest for Bill Murray to oh, come man, to. Oh, man, damn it. Maybe in the future there will be. Hopefully we can revive it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, John, it's been fun. I, uh, I, I enjoy your friendship and thanks for coming on. Absolutely, um, man. But I kind of want to hear another live tune. You want to play another one for us? Sure. This is, uh, this is actually an old Inkscape song that I redid. Um, originally when I'd recorded it, it was kind of a, a lo-fi home recording and I've always wanted to make a, like a real studio version. And, 
Um, so I'm really excited to have a new re-recorded version and be playing for you tonight. All right, awesome. Uh, it's called Being. Cool. <laughs>
Thanks for tuning in to Notable Nashville Podcast, broadcast from Acme Radio Live right in the heart of downtown Nashville. Check us out on the socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And if you like it, you can also support this podcast on Anchor by clicking the link in the platform that you are listening on. Hey, until next time, thanks for listening to Notable Nashville Podcasts.